Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Built Environment Marketing Show. And I am your host, Iowa Bass from Abbas Marketing. Today's episode is one uh, which was recorded last year live on LinkedIn and I thought would be useful to share with you. It's all about repurposing and how to get the most out of your content. It's a good follow-on from the events podcast episode that we did last time because it really talks about how you can really sweat your assets and get the most out of content you're already producing. The live is part of a series that I did last year which was called It's a B2B Comms Thing. The episode is actually hosted by Stacey Meadwell and also features Susie Lober and myself. If you do like the show, make sure you do leave us a review at the end. And if you have any questions on repurposing, do DM me. I'd love to hear your questions. Anyway, let's get on with listening to the episode. Bye. I'm Stacey Meadwell, former property journalist, and I am now a content creator working with B2B businesses in the built environment sector. Um, my co-host for this session, who's going to be doing all the techie bits in the background, is Io. Hello. Um, so I'm Io Abbas. I am a built environment marketing consultant. Um, and yeah, that's kind of what I do. And I'm pressing the buttons today. Yay! And we have a very special guest host today, Susie Loba. Susie is sitting in for Emma. Hi, Emma, if you're if you're if you're watching. But Susie, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Hi, thank you for having me. Um, I'm a freelance marketing consultant, and I specialise in working with architects. Great. So let's crack on. The topic for this session is repurposing. This is all about getting more bangs for your content bucks. It's about making the most of the time you've spent creating content without spending a lot of extra extra time. Its format is very simple. There's three of us. We'll be answering three questions in 15 minutes. So let's kick off with the first question, which is, it's me, it's me, I'm asking the first question. So the first <laughs> question um, is, why repurpose? Io. So I think repurposing is basically about, I guess, saving time, right? I just kind of think we well, put so much effort into a piece of content. So it's like, how do I get the most bang for my buck? How do I reuse this? How do I apply it somewhere else? You know, and I think it just saves you a lot of headspace. I mean, I know as I got busier, it's harder to keep posting every day because you're like, it's a lot more work. So sometimes it's great to have a vault of stuff that you can go into and just adapt. Um, so I think that's kind of really important. But also I think about repurposing is the fact that you think that people are bored of your messaging and what you're saying, but actually people are so busy and get thousands and thousands of messages every day. It's like, actually, have they even registered your content in the first place? So don't worry about repurposing. It's there to kind of, I guess, save you brain space and headspace. I think that's really, really important that you do it. And yeah, I'm a big fan. That's for sure. I love that phrase you use there of of the vault. I like that. I like the idea of a vault. But ultimately, it's going to save you time. It's going to save you money. And also don't forget that it's good for SEO as well. So by repurposing content, you can get more bang for your buck for SEO. Definitely. And I, I agree with all those points. And just picking up on the, the point about who has has and hasn't seen, remember that if you are putting content out on LinkedIn and Twitter, that doesn't mean to say that all your connections and all your followers have, have seen that content. So actually repurposing and, re- and repushing stuff out is you're reaching a wider audience. So let's go on to our second question, which is you, Susie. Yeah, so the second question is, 
how can you repurpose your B2B content? Oh, sorry. No, that's not the question. Yes, oh, no. <laughs> There's another question on the screen. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Right. The question is, how can you repurpose your content? <laughs> shall I? Shall I take? I'll take yeah. that first. Um, so, how to repurpose? There are so many, so many, so many different ways to do this. So, I'm just going to give um, give a couple of examples. Um, if you think of if you think of your content as I've heard it called, referred to as a content pyramid, I've heard it referred to as a hero piece of content, and that hero piece of content can be any number of things: it can be an article, it can be an event, it could be a, you know a podcast, all sorts of different things. But say, let's take an event. Um, I wrote a nine hundred word article from a ten minute interview. So if you have organized an event and you've done a 45-minute panel discussion with three or four panelists, how much content, how much, how much word, how many words can you get out of that panel? And it's not just about doing one article. You could probably do a series, series of articles. I mean, a second example is this. It's our it's a B2B, um, B2B, B2B comms thing live. Um, from our 15 minutes, just the first 15 minutes, without even going into the second half of this, I normally write a 1,300, 1,400-word um, article. Um, you just I just transcribe it on AI and produce, produce a blog post. That then gives me content for the whole of the following week. And this, and that's just scratching, that's just scratching the surface. I know I you've suggested that at some point, you know, we turn we we strip out the audio for these sessions and turn them into a podcast. What we do is we download the video, we put that on YouTube. That's another audience on, on YouTube that's not on that might not be on LinkedIn. And then we can we embed that video on our website. So there's lots of different things you can do just from one people from one piece of piece of content so I, I could go on because I'm but I don't want to I know that I know that Io and Susie will have lots of idea lots of ideas but that's just you know a, a teeny amount of stuff that you can just do with an event as an example I mean I, I just following on from that uh Stacey I think even for our it's, it's to be it's a b2b comms thing we could for example even just take the video and just like chop them into three questions and and share those as, as you know five minute pieces of quick snackable content so there is so much you can do but um actually this week I kind of use this week as my demonstration example so it's storytelling week it's national storytelling week I've had a crazy week this week which is still continuing and I thought oh it's storytelling week what am I going to post this week and all I did really was update a blog from 2019, which again, like Susie said, means SEO on my website is going to go up from that. I've updated it. It's it's a useful blog. I share that direct, direct link to that blog as a post on LinkedIn. Then I created a Canva carousel with the key kind of titles and the key bullets, points laid out. I released that as a story, how to do storytelling well. Then I kind of created an infographic of this overall re process of repo repurposing which again, which I haven't posted yet, but that's like talking through this whole process of what I'm doing. But, you know, there's more I could do in terms of standout quotes. Um, I could reference this LinkedIn Live. So then from that one kind of blog, which was done in 2019, you can kind of see that actually there's loads more content and loads more different ways of actually getting value out of it. So I think that's kind of what you need to think about is actually how do I really, I guess, milk this and get more bang for my buck. And I think that's the kind of one thing. And Actually, you think about it, if I'd written a whole new blog from scratch, that would have taken me a lot more time than actually just repurposing what I've already got, which was a good piece anyway, or 
like I like to think. Um, so that's kind of it. And also when I think about it as well, it's stuff like my podcast. I can get transcripts from there. I can make blog posts. I can um, create audiograms. I can have quotes. There's loads and loads of stuff you do. And in terms of a client example, I've got some clients who have done webinars over lockdown, which were highly amazing, really good webinars, amazing content. You're talking like 40 talks. 40 short kind of five minute, 10 minute talks. Um, and actually what we're looking at now is actually how do we download the audio and create a series that will go out in snackable bites as a podcast. And then what we'll do again is actually have quotes and have audiograms and have all of that around it and have a much more kind of stronger piece of content that's got a lot more life. So I think there's lots and lots we all can be doing, that's for sure. Mm. I think it's important to remember as well that different forms of communication are going to appeal to different audiences. So some people are going to be more visual. Some people prefer audio. Some people will want to read a longer article. Some people prefer infographics. So there's so many different routes that you can take in repurposing material. Definitely. And that's coming back to the um, to the example of um, this live that we do. When I've done my created my LinkedIn content in the week after that we've done this, I've tried different different types of content. You know, I've I created a carousel with sort of like Q and with the Q and A with um, quotes. You know, the key quotes in answer to uh, in answer to each question. Um, but the one area that I haven't delved into yet is all the comments and the questions that come in from from our audience. You know, there's a whole wealth of material there to you know to to work with that we're only just scratching the surface really um and as and as you know i and susie have both both said there are so many different channels to fill you know invariably we're on you know you're on more than one channel or if you've got a website you've got that to keep that filled you've got your social you know your social media channel you might have more than one social media channel it's a lot of content to create but actually you can repurpose a lot of what you've already got. Um, and I think this leads us nicely, you know, I, you've kind of touched upon this already in your example, but let's, um, let's move on to our third question. Third question was actually me talking rather than just making a silly face. Um, <laughs> should, should you reuse old content? I'm going to go to Susie. Yeah, well, I think the answer is absolutely yes. Yeah, we do need to be reusing old content. But I think an interesting thing to draw in here is that it's not just about material that has been created for marketing. There's lots of different things that you can draw in from across the business, from your own day-to-day -day work. So whether it's a really carefully crafted statement you've made for a design and access statement or a CV or a case study that you've reworked for, for tender documentation, you can then bring that into your marketing. So it's about really reaching out throughout the business and using what you've already got in, in clever ways. But yeah, absolutely, you should be reusing old content. I think sometimes it, it can be easier than with other things. Yeah, if you've done a webinar and you've got some long form content of a thought leadership piece, that's a lot easier to then break down into lots of other pieces of, of content but if you don't have that material and you're you're feeling a bit sort of overcome by that there's lots of other things that you can do you know there, there are quick wins that you can do in terms of repurposing social posts pinning to the pinning them to the top of your feed changing them into slide decks it can be more tricky for um 
sort of news posts. So, for example, if you've done a, a planning permission um, announcement or a site update, so you need to be a little bit careful that you are keeping it relevant. It's not just a case of just retweeting something that you tweeted last year or, or resharing an article. You need to be a little bit clever about it, really relook at it, revisit it, and then make it relevant again. That's a very good point, and it comes back. It comes back to um, what I was saying about about uh, you know updating and tweaking what tweaking what you've already what you've already done. There is a whole you know you will have evergreen content. You will also you know you may have had you may have written about a particular topic that then resurfaces in the news. So there's nothing to stop you then dusting that off, updating it, maybe tweaking it a bit, and and reusing it. Um, I mean. It, it comes back to what I said in answer to the first question about how many people see your social media feed, how many people will have seen that tweet, how many people will have seen that post. Just because you you wrote, just because you used something six months ago, if it's still relevant, still pertinent, there's n- there's no shame in actually just reusing reusing that piece of content. If it's a good piece of content, then yes, I would say milk it for whatever it's worth. Yes. Um, I guess the only thing I want to add was I also, I did a review for an architectural firm probably about 18 months ago. And it was really interesting that, I mean, their content is literally top-notch, beautiful publications, all of that kind of stuff. But actually, in terms of kind of digital marketing and being digital first, a lot of that content could definitely, because it was still evergreen and it could still be used and it was always going to be relevant and it was beautifully written. So you're kind of like, actually, if you start doing digital marketing more and going digital first, you can reuse a lot of that and start using that in a much smaller format. So it doesn't have to be a whole booklet, but actually you can use them as separate essays or, you know, separate guides. And actually, so I think there's a lot that can be repurposed if you think in that manner. And I think it's just switching your mindset slightly of actually this can be tailored or tinkered for another purpose. And that's kind of what you need to be doing. And yeah, I think that whole thing that you said about articles and actually when it's a new story suddenly comes up and you tweak it slightly, use the right hashtags, see it fly again and I think I think that's the kind of stuff what you do and that's I think that's I guess being a lot more smart about your marketing to be honest and and and, and yeah and the resources that you have mm. I think a great place to start sorry Stacey a, no, a great place to start is you know make a list of all the evergreen content that you've mm. got so it, that means you know your, your case studies and your projects and the stuff that's always going to be relevant the other great part about using digital marketing is you can also then look at what's performing well So go back and look at your top performing posts, your top performing blog posts, your articles. And those two things will give you a great starting point of what to repurpose. Yeah, that's a very, it's a very good point. And I wanted to just pick up on something that you said earlier, Susie, about different people preferring different mediums. And it can be, you know, there are so many different things you can do. It can be really overwhelming. And I think sometimes it's a case of just building up and, you know, take your top of the pyramid bit over your hero piece of content and maybe do, you know, work out sort of the next layer down. And then maybe the next time you put something out, think, okay, well, how can we go even bigger on this one? Um, And, you know, one of the things, I mean, I, I do it with my LinkedIn, posts all the time sorry you know secret out there I repurpose my LinkedIn my LinkedIn posts Um, I keep them all archived and if I'm short on time I just I will I will tweak but sometimes what I'll do is I'll turn it into a different format so I've done this with posts and I've turned it into a short video Um, I've turned a post in that a written post into a carousel so you can you know you don't necessarily have to do everything at once 
stop stop building it and you know see what see what works and what resonates with your audience because you'll find that different types of content and different ways of repurposing will work better than better than others um and it's a great way to sort of experiment and see how to how to reach different parts of your audience you know um through different channels through different mediums Hi, it's Io here and I just wanted to tell you a bit more about the show. The Built Environment Marketing Show was set up during lockdown one as a way to help firms do better marketing. It was very much about having the conversations that I have with my friends and showing what best practice really is. In terms of me, well, I'm actually a generalist marketeer, so I guess I know lots of things about marketing and how to put everything together. So I could be talking about, you know, PR or understanding what to do next strategy wise or figuring out how to get in front of the right audience or what messaging you should be using. Those are all things that I'm kind of really skilled in and understand how to do for my clients. I now work for myself and I set up my own consultancy at Bass Marketing in 2020. And I'm working with a range of engineering and architectural firms and even prop tech firms who really want to, I guess, talk the language of their clients and their audiences and do something a bit different in terms of their strategy and content. If what I do sounds of interest to you, do email me at io at abassmarketing.com and that's A-Y-O or head to my website, which is www.abassmarketing.com for more info. There's also a link in the show notes. Bye. Jimmy Sherwood has said, uh, transcribing and quite mining is part of my marketing plan in the future, but always hard to find the time, unfortunately. Yeah, it is. I mean, it is still a time. But coming back to, I think, Aya made the point, actually, the time spent repurposing versus the time spent creating the original content actually it's a it's a lot less time and going back to my example of the getting the 900 words from a 10 minute chat how long would it have taken me to write 900 words from scratch or even the sort of 1300 words i get from from doing an article on this b2b comms it's probably about an hour and a half of just editing just to kind of get edit it into something um editing out all our ums and ours and our all the other bits that we put in our when we're talking naturally um but that to how long it would take me to write a 1300 word article from scratch um it's it's a small amount of time by by comparison by comparison um and it's it you know yes it is more time but it's less amount of time than actually starting starting over again and there's also ai that hopefully should be able to help you a little bit with the transcribing of, of audio um that can save you a bit of time as well yeah, I think AI is a really interesting one. There's stuff like Meet Edgar, and it kind of takes your posts and your blog posts and it kind of chunks them up into different social media posts. I've tried it before. I mean, I didn't love it that much because I like, I'm like i too much of a control freak. But actually, those types of apps are getting better. Mm-hmm. So some exploring some of those. And also on, um, when Susie said about get finding your top blog posts and, and things that work already in your existing content. There's also a tool called Shield, which is um, kind of gives you much better metrics on your LinkedIn performance. And that's also worth checking out because then you can kind of see what types of posts work over the year, what, you know, how, how people are really kind of digesting your information. So you could literally sort like you, the, your top 10 posts from the past year and kind of then use those as your main kind of repurposing kind of focus what formats they were, Mm -hmm. what people liked, what length they were. And you can kind of really analyze and go down onto that. So I kind of use Shield to kind of, I probably log in once a month and kind of see how stuff is going. And it gives much better analytics than LinkedIn. 
What was that app you mentioned, Dio? The- uh, me, oh, there's one called like Meet Edgar, but there's loads of them. And they're kind right. of like AI. They kind of take your posts and kind of repurpose them. They chunk them up into other posts <laughs> and then you can just tweak them. So it's a quick way of repurposing. I didn't love it that much, so I kind of don't use that anymore, but it is, I've tried it. But in terms of um, the transcript, I use Otter yeah, to transcribe, use- which is which is great. It's fairly, it's fairly accurate. Um, and it's easy then because you can just read through and just pull out what pull out the bits that pull out the bits that you want. I mean, and I use that when I, you know, for for not just for social media content, but for all my writing when I'm interviewing people, I just I will trans transcribe everything so I've got a verbatim um and it's just really 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 handy and it also gives you a sense of just how much content there is how much content there is and um, comment from um Caroline hi Caroline um my best post was to hijack a client's construction site I had a dodgy image two sentences three hashtags two tags and I have had a lot of action a meeting and a potential new client boom using interviews I think it's a great technique. I know that we've got a a lot of people listening who perhaps work in content creation and work in marketing. And often you're you're dealing with with very busy people who don't really, and time is coming up a lot in the comments, you know, that they'd love to repurpose, they'd love to do this, but it's a a question of time and there's just no time to do it. And I've definitely found that just grabbing somebody for a a 10-minute phone call, a 10-minute interview, whether it's uh, one of you know one of my clients, whether it's just I need an architect to talk to me about a project for ten minutes, and then I can get loads of content for them created mm-hmm. out of that, or whether I'm conducting a, a client interview on their behalf, a bit of you know post occupancy or or something else, you can get an awful lot out of an interview, which is a lot easier to get content for than it will be having a, a blank sheet of paper. You know, if you say yeah. somebody you. Tell me about this project that you're working on. Can you can you give me 500 words? You get nothing, or you get a lot of procrastination. But if you say to people, "Can I just have 10 minutes on the phone?" That's a really good way of, of generating content. And and if you um, structure your questions, you've already structured your you know structured the piece and how you can how you can splice it up. Yeah. Um, you know, if you kind of think about what you know, you ask your questions in a particular particular order. Um, which is something that I have done. It's something I did with that 10-minute chat that I turned into a 900-word article. We had, you know, I had specific questions in a specific order, bang, bang, bang. It was then really, really easy to turn into to turn into to content. It can be really overwhelming the amount of stuff that you can do. Um, which is why I'd sort of say, you know, say start off, have a have a plan and go, okay, from this I'm going to do three things. Yeah. And then the next time think, okay, well, can we do four things? Can we do five things and kind of build build from from that, which is kind of what we're doing with these LinkedIn lives, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it, Io? Um, you know, each each one we do, we learn and think and we get new ideas for new stuff that we can do. Um, and you know, this time next year we'll be, you know, producing a month's worth of content from, <laughs> from our LinkedIn life, maybe. What do you mean? <laughs> Millionaires. <laughs> 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 yeah but it's I mean you know and it's it's it, it things like I mean I know you mentioned you know we've touched upon we've touched upon podcasts um which um you know I know uh, I don't know Susie if you're a fan of podcasts but certainly I know um Ayo and I are a fan of podcasts and Ayo has her own um uh, it, you know has has her own podcast but there is you know that is just ripe 
for so much content because it's a conversation. It's like it's like a panel. It's you know that you you've had. There's so much material there that you can, and so much kind of multimedia stuff that you can do. You can do as a result. Is there any tips on? how to make something relevant so how to get the context relevant you know when you, you when you look at an old blog post maybe about a, a news item or something that has come up again for example you know one of the things I've done before is is crisis communications and, and yeah. written about that and then revisit it so maybe that that's something useful to discuss have you guys got any 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 tips on how to yeah. make something relevant I think I do I've I did a so I did a blog about um, HS two always getting the communications wrong to the public, and I think obviously as like different announcements were made about HS two over the past year, what I would generally do is think, okay, well, how does this announcement impact what I'm saying in that blog? And then I would go in and just update it in that with that in mind. So I would either mention the announcement or do something like that might update the up SEO and then actually then use whatever hashtags are being used around that announcement. And then that's that blog being used again. So I think it's just kind of thinking, right, what's the context of what's being announced at the moment? Is this all still relevant? And what do I need to do to update it? Um, and then just, yeah. And then just thinking, right, how can I reshare this and, and, and get more bang for this? Because I think that's kind of what you need to do, but just ask yourself the questions of, you know, is it, is it still relevant? Is it, is it still timely? And what's the announcement and how does it relate to what I'm posting? And once you've kind of got that in your head, then I think you've got some kind of really good ways of repurposing, really. Yeah, hooking into the latest hashtags is a, is a really good good one as well. Yeah, it is. And some of these big, big news stories are just, you know, they're the gift that keep on giving, you know, these big projects, particularly they, they rumble, they rumble on for, for yeah. a long, a long time. I mean, one of the, one of the ideas I would have is if, um, is almost setting yourself up for for um, repurposed content. Say if you predict, you know, if you make predictions about something, you know, say there's a white paper coming out, and you, you know, make do do you write about what you think should be in that white paper, or what you think will be in that white paper. Then, then when that comes out, you can almost then just repurpose what you've written as, you know, as a response to to what's actually in it and you can do that with you know start of the year predictions you get to the end of the year and go well what you know what was I was I was I right and you're just still using an element of that content you just need to kind of update it with a bit of additional additional information so it's an easy way of creating new new content with elements of original content so we're nearly out of out of um, out of time. So um, thank you to Susie for being our guest host and for sitting. Thank, thank you. you, thank you very very much. Thank you, everybody. So thank, thank you. you very much for joining us. Great to see you again. Well, not I don't know why I'm saying great to see you because I can't see you, but I'm pretending <laughs> that I can see you. Great to know you're there. Great to know you're there. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye. so much for listening to the built environment marketing show don't forget to check out the show notes which will have useful links and resources connected to this episode you can find that on abassmarketing.com and of course if you like the show please do share it with others on social as it helps more people to find us see you soon